Welcome to Smith Weekly Discussions, an occasional program for our readers and listeners of Smith Weekly Research. Please note this program is a private discussion and everything contained herein is for entertainment and educational purposes only. With that, we hope you're in a comfortable position, along with your favorite beverage, to enjoy the discussion. We remind our audience to examine the show notes attached to each of our shows to better understand how our program functions. Before we get into our discussion, we want to say thanks for questions coming from our audience of Smith Weekly, including Luke A., Scott S., and Jared W. We have on Steve Robinson, President and CEO of Sun Metals, a Canadian-focused copper gold explorer and developer advancing the Stardust project in British Columbia. The company is listed on the Toronto Venture Exchange under the symbol SUNM and also on the U.S. OTC markets under the symbol SMTTF. Steve, how are things going? It's going well, Andrew. Thanks for having me on today. Well, let's get right into it. Uh, the recent share price decline on news of almost 50%. What's going on with Sun Metals? Yeah, there was an, another negative response to some results from our 2019 program. It's not the first uh, time that we've seen the shares go down on what we thought was really good news, but I really think that uh, some of the investors are missing the mark on this. Uh, uh, we do have a fantastic early stage exploration play in the copper sector, uh, which uh, as you know, there are not a lot of good names in, in early exploration phase in, in the copper sector. Uh, and we've gone in a year from being really a, a one hole discovery to now having a fairly substantial delineated length on this zone. And uh, I think that part of what the investors are looking for is perhaps us to come out and equal our discovery hole, which was 100 meters of over 5% copper equivalent. And uh, we haven't been able to eclipse that result. But aside from that, I think that the results we are getting, I, I think our average length of mineralized interval in 2019 was 34.4 meters at an average grade of over 3% copper. So this is really turning into a, a property of substance and something that we're pretty excited about. I share those thoughts. I, I think that there's uh, still a lot left to do uh, before people should throw in the towel and say it's not working. Um, and I think given the management team there and the history of the management team and, and Oxygen Capital and the group there, I think they understand when it's when it's the right time to give that information to the market. And it certainly is not the case. Now, it looks like the share decline was on about or near 2 million shares. Is it retail selling here that you're seeing or is there a major backer that might be selling at this point no we don't have any uh, knowledge of any major folks pulling out i think this is largely retail and uh, you know this has been a very liquid stock but it's been a very liquid stock because of the largely retail holders that we've got and i think that as we mature we're starting to see more and more of the stock going into institutional hands and as a matter of fact I would be uh, willing to guess and I've been told that there are stronger institutional hands that are taking a look at this as a buying opportunity and I would certainly agree with that. Yeah certainly something we're considering as well. Is it the depth that investors are concerned with with these results? What is the management's interpretation of where the market is potentially missing something? Well, I think the big news that uh, was circulating out there, of course, is we've lost it to the north. And, and what has indeed happened was we have been pursuing this zone to the north and we've now hit a fault. And it appears as though the zone 
uh, has dropped down and the potential is still there. I don't think we've uh, cut off the potential to the north at all, but it's getting deep enough now that we have to reconsider whether or not we're going to continue to chase it from surface at this time or wait until a later date when we can do so from underground. But the fantastic news is that we stepped across a fault to the south and the south end is up plunge where the mineralization is closer to surface and stepping across that fault and finding a continuation of the 421 zone down in that area has been uh, you know tremendously fortuitous for us it opens up a big area where we can go out and and uh, perhaps find more tonnage so we're very excited about that opportunity that it presents and of course the uh, one of the lower hits in the canyon creek zone which is close to the 421 zone uh, was a historic hole that was drilled in 2002, uh, 15 meters of 24 grams gold and over 2% copper. And so we're over on that side of the fault. And uh, so we think that the opportunity to join up the two zones uh, is something that's worth pursuing at this point. And maybe you just spoke to the, maybe some of the plans of where the focus is going to be at this point. Uh, but what are the plans moving forward, Steve, for 2020? and what will be the focus on the ground to improve value for Sun Metals? Okay, well, when we entered into the winter season, we had decided that you know we were having good success continuing to delineate this zone as we were stepping out to the north. And given that we hit this fault, we've decided uh, on December 20th, we pulled the crews out of the field and we are now undergoing a reevaluation of our approach to the exploration on this zone, uh, given the updated information. And we'll be taking a look at all the opportunities for expansion of the zone. So it's not just on the south side of that Canyon Creek fault that I was talking about, but there's also opportunities to actually look below the 421 zone where we've had some interesting results that indicate that the zone dips down a little bit deeper or lower than we had expected previously. And there still are opportunities on the north end. We'll have to reconsider whether or not we want to pursue those as well. So these are all things that we've got on the table. Um, and they'll be considered in the development of the 2020 plan. There are outside targets as well, but uh, I think as long as we're continuing to have success in expanding and stepping out on the 421 zone, that's going to continue to be our focus going forward. Okay, and when do you see that plan coming out, Steve, and being finalized? I'd like to see that plan in place before PDAC, so that's uh, first week in March, and that would give us the opportunity to make sure that we... Uh, uh, adequately get geared up and uh, you know whether we start that program in winter conditions before we get to spring breakup or if we go back into the field after uh, spring breakup that's yet to be determined we're weighing those options right now trying to uh, define exactly what our additional costs were for winter operations on the property and and uh, determining whether that's going to be worthwhile in 2020 so um, those are answers that we need to find yet and do you contend that the current zone in the north continues to be open? I mean, obviously in the south, we know that it still is, is open, but in the north with the fault, do you contend that it is just deeper? Yeah, we were continuing to think that we were going to be drilling into the zone. And then when we would get down into the target area, we'd be in what we would call hanging wall stratigraphy. So the type of rocks that you would expect to see above the mineralized zone. And so we do feel that uh, that there is still potential down deeper at the north, but uh, the holes that we were drilling at the end there were getting down toward a kilometer deep, 
and kilometer deep holes are expensive and they take a long time to drill so the turnaround of results is a lot slower and it just uh, changed our perspective on the value of doing that work right now as opposed to maybe doing it in the future at some point. And for 2020, Steve, we really just have another drill program coming forth. Is there any other news that, that or any other progress on other fronts that you might expect that'll be coming in 2020? Uh, what is the cash position here? And do you see the need to raise further capital uh, over the next six months? Well, our continued approach is going to be to explore this zone from surface. So we will continue to have a surface-based uh, drill program at this point. As long as we're continuing to have success doing that, there's no uh, rush to uh, get underground on the project. In terms of cash in the bank, we've got 3.8 million in flow-through dollars that we ended the 2019 year with. So that'll have to be spent before the end of 2020. All that money will go into the ground. And given that we're uh, exploring the shallower or the up plunge direction of the zone, we should be able to get uh, a little bit more bang for our buck with the, the shallower targets. Okay, so we've got shares trading around the 12, 13 cent range, Steve, with a market cap of about near 15 million Canadian. Why should investors be taking a look at Sun Metals today at current prices and why should existing shareholders continue to hold their position or even add to it? Well, it, yeah, we've been beaten up pretty badly. So I think that the upside opportunity at this point is certainly uh, quite a bit greater than the downside potential. Um, for us to be trading a sub $15 million market cap with four plus million sitting in the bank and a tremendous asset like the Stardust asset, the math is pretty easy to do. This is, uh, uh, from my perspective, a pretty good value proposition and uh, one that people will hopefully look back on uh, after a very short period of time and be able to say, well, that was a good opportunity that I bought into. And Steve, how can investors reach out to you and over to the company for more information? Well, the best way is to get into our, our website, sunmetals.ca, and we've got an info button there. It, it'll uh, generate an email at info at sunmetals.ca, and uh, try to respond uh, personally to uh, most, if not all, of the email queries that come in. Well, Steve, appreciate the update, and, and we look forward to continuing progress over at Sun Metals, and as well as continuing to support the company. Thanks very much for having me on, Andrew.